0: Welcome to the Action Only Podcast and I am your host Jalal Wilson and today I have a show for you. We are going to talk about how I ended up walking 18 hours over the course of three days. But first we're going to start off with a quote and this quote comes from Elizabeth, sister Elizabeth Kinney. And the quote goes, he who angers you conquers you. Well, I'm here to tell you, my walk was because I was conquered. Yep. I'm going to be honest, my wife conquered me. Oh, she conquered me big time. And that is what led to to my walk, let's get into it. So one day, I was uh, mad at my wife, and in all fairness, I want to tell you, right now, I cannot, for the life of me remember what I was mad about. I mean, I've been racking my brain because I've been thinking about this story, and I'm thinking to myself, like, what could I have been this mad about? I I have no idea what I was mad about that day, but just know I was mad. And so I'm mad. I leave the house to go to the library to do some um, work. And as I'm at the library, I walk past this book, and it said the 12-hour walk. Um, Look, I pick up the book. And I'm like, man, 12-hour walk. Okay. So I take the book. I go home. After I'm done doing what I was doing, I go home. I don't open up the book at all. But something in me while I was asleep. Because I was still mad when I went to bed. And yes, I know you're not supposed to go to bed mad. But I was still mad when I went to bed. And I woke up that next morning. I said, you know what? At 42 years old, didn't stretch a bit didn't do anything i just woke up and said you know what i'm going to walk I'm going to go on a 5 hour walk today you know that book that i never opened got me motivated and i'm going on a 5 hour walk so i get up get dressed i decide to you know before i go on this 5 hour walk i figured hey, I should at least walk around the block first because my mind made sense. Before you go on a five-hour walk, you should walk around the block. So what did I get up and do? Get my shoes on, my jacket on, and I mean my clothes on, of course, and uh, walked around the block. And then while I was walking around the block, I thought to myself, "If I'm going to go on a five-hour walk. I should have a destination. Yeah, I need a destination. So, I up my phone and start looking up what's about two and a half hours away from me walking. Because I figured I could do two and a half hours there and two and a half hours back. And sure enough, Walmart was two and a half hours away. It was 7.5 miles from my house. I said, perfect, oh my gosh, this is like a sign. I'm going to walk all the way to Walmart and then I'm going to walk back. So, I go back to the house and start getting ready for this five hour walk, and when I come back in the house, she's awake, but you know what I do? I say nothing. I go in the kitchen, get my snacks, get my water, and uh I walk out the door. Well, no, before I walk out the door, I go, "I'm going on a walk. I'll be back." And I didn't tell her where I was going on a walk to. I just told her I was going on a walk. And I'm sure in her mind, she probably thought he's just going to be gone for a few minutes. But when I walked out that door and headed on that path to Walmart, I was big mad. Or at least I assume I had to be because (laughs) why else would I go on a five-hour walk after, after never having walked more than... 30, 45 minutes at a time, you know, I'm just going to assume whatever it was I was big mad about. So what did I do in this moment? In this moment, not only did I let my anger, well, my anger toward her conquer me, I actually also let it lead me down to take action down a path I wasn't quite ready for. Sometimes we take action in areas that uh, really just don't make any sense for what our purpose or our plan for our life is. This was one of those moments. So I did my, I start walking, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm on my walk. I'm passing a, uh, a palm tree. I see these guys cutting away the old skin on the palm tree. I take a picture of it, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is gonna go on my newsletter." I'm learning so much. I captioned it like, "Cutting away the old skin to, you know, produce, you know, new growth." Because that's what we need to do in life, right? We cut away the old, the old us, so the new us can 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 come into view. And so I'm feeling good about myself. Wow, look at that gem I just got. I keep walking, and like, man, I could use the bathroom, so I go use the bathroom, and I, on my walk, I'm like, yeah, this is cool, you know, there's a Starbucks right here with a clean restroom, I go in there, use the bathroom, come out, and then I'm like, hey, I could use some fruit on my uh, walk, so right next door to the the Starbucks was a a fruit and vegetable bin, so I went and bought a $4 grapefruit. Yeah, it was $4. And uh, wasn't even the best grapefruit I've had. It probably might have been one of the worst, but that's beside the point. So I'm walking, and everything is going good. I'm looking down at my phone to, uh, you know, see if she texts me. I had it on uh, Do Not Disturb, but, you know, I'm still glancing to see if she's checking on me yet. And, of course, she hadn't. So I keep walking. And then I'm looking down the street and I realize, you know what? The sidewalk's about to end on both streets, both sides of the street. So I'm like, I've got a decision to make. I can turn around now and go back. I probably was about two and a half miles into the journey, maybe three. Like I can turn around now and go back. It still would have been a two-hour walk, you know, it's good, but I said, I said to myself, or I can walk down the middle of the street. Yeah, because I'm big mad, I'm going to walk down the middle of the street. Nothing is stopping me from getting to Walmart. That's what I told myself. So I crossed in the middle of the street, and now I'm walking to Walmart in the middle of the street. Because I'm big mad about the thing that I now can't even remember I was big mad about. Yeah. <sighs> so I walk. it's about, I don't know, I'm I'm in the middle of the road for probably about 10 minutes or something. Nothing too dramatic. Then I get over there, I make my walk, you know, I make it the rest of the way, right? I get to Walmart. I use the bathroom, get some bananas. You know, a little potassium on the way back. So I turned right around, right? I, I, You know, I didn't have anything particular I wanted to get from Walmart, so I turned around. And then after I'm leaving Walmart, I think it's because of the amount of water I had, I would use the bathroom again. So there just happens to be a staple in the parking lot. I went in there, used the bathroom again. After I, you know, got down, I felt good. So I started walking back. And then I'm still walking. And then, you know, I have to do the song and dance in the middle of the street again on the way back. And I get about 45 minutes from the the house. And she calls me. And I'm like, finally, <laughs> she picks up the phone and calls me. I don't know if I should answer. Please, I pick that phone right up and answer it. And it was like, uh, yeah, actually, you know what? I'm lying. She didn't call me. She texted me. And she was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to leave me some to eat. And she was like, I told her, uh, she was like, where are you at? I said, uh, I'm on my way back from Walmart. She said, you walked to Walmart? I'm like, yes, I walked to Walmart. I'm a real man. I walked. And she's like, do you want me to pick you up? And I'm like, absolutely not. I'm a man. I don't need your help because I'm big mad. I left out the big mad part, but that's all of the things that I'm thinking in my head. Right? I'm like, big mad, and yeah. She's like, okay, all right. I'll see you when you get back. I'm like, oh yeah, you will see me when I get back. And so I keep walking. And this is when things take a turn. I'm literally about 30 minutes from my house. And all of a sudden, my left knee starts hurting. I mean, it starts hurting. And then I'm thinking, you know, I'm only 30 minutes away from the house. I could just call her. It's not that big of a deal. I could just call her. Yeah, my knee's hurting, you know. I made it. F- I would have made it five hours at that point. I mean, oh, four and a half hours. I mean, half the people listening to this probably haven't walked four and a half hours before. So I'm like, you know, that's still a good story. I walked four four and a half hours. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, still get some good story. But you know what I said? No, I'm a real man. I'm going to tough it out and finish walking my. 30 minutes, forget my leg, who needs a leg, so I kept walking, yep, I kept walking, and then I thought, also, you know, they say, when you, you know, I'm I, working out in the gym, I remember being in pain in those moments, but as soon as I got home, you know, the pain went away, and so I was like, man, that's what happened this time. So I, I tough it out and I get home and I walk through the door like I am the man because I was able to walk five hours. I go into the bathroom. I look in the mirror and out of the left side of my head is the biggest vein bulging out that I've ever seen in my life. I instantly panic. Uh, I go out to her. Uh, can, can, do you see? Do you see this on my head? She's like, "Yeah, that's a big vein popping out of your head." You know what I do? I go to Google. I'm trying not to panic. I'm really trying not to panic. So I go to Google, and it tells me, you know, when you do strenuous exercise, this is possible. So I'm like, "Okay, all right, nothing to worry about. I'm a real man." This is just a part of the process. So, you know, I chill. And of course, as soon as I got home, my my knee stops hurting. I get some food, and then I decide to crack open the book, the 12-hour work week. I mean, 12-hour work week, the 12-hour walk. And then I read the first chapter. And after reading the first chapter... I decide right in that moment, you know what? Because I'm big mad. In two days, I'm going to go on a 12-hour walk. Because it's five-hour walk. Five-hour, 15-mile walk was nothing. When I'm big mad, I do big things. Go bigger. go home. I was telling myself. So, you know, the weekend goes by. You know, I'd tell the kids, yeah, I went on a five-hour walk, and, you know, I'm about to, you know, do 12 hours on Monday. Yeah, because on the man, I checked the weather. It was going to be a good, nice day, not too hot, not too cold. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Well, during the weekend, you know, we kissed and made up. So now, this big, mad energy is gone. But I'm like, you know what? I told myself that I'm going to do this 12-hour walk. So even though I don't have the big mad energy, I still got to, you know, I'm still going to do this walk. And I wake up that day, I was like, I'm going to leave at 4:30 in the morning. I plot my my I figured I wanted, wanted to leave early because I didn't want to be out there all day. And I kind of wanted to wait till it got light to do most of my walk. Because, you know, who knows? I don't want to get mugged or something because people think I got something in the dark. So I got up. I was supposed to get up at 4.30. I ended up getting up at 5.30. And something told me, you know what? You're going on a 12-hour walk. You've already done a five-hour walk. You've already proved you're the man. So this 12-hour walk is just going to be a piece of cake. How about you just, and I thought, you know, to get some energy for this walk, I should probably eat a bunch of protein before I go. Had some tea, had some oatmeal with a bunch of seeds and protein in it. And I'm like, Yeah. Now I've got my energy right. Now, there's two problems with this scenario. One, I did not reach research anything before I made the decision to roll out of bed at 42 and go on this 12- hour walk. I didn't research if it's a good idea to eat protein right before you go on a walk. I didn't research how much water you need, I was winging it. And I took action. Winged action. So I got out there. But right before I walked out of the door, something told me to get my arm band. You know, the arm sleeve that you put on when you're lifting weights. Well, I have one for my knee. But I was like, just in case my knee starts hurting, I'm going to bring my arm band and put it on my knee. So before I, you know, walked out the door, I decided, nah, you know what? I'm going to do it now so I don't have to stop if my knee starts, you know, giving me trouble. So I kissed the wife, I kissed the kids, and I say, I'll be back. I'm going on a 12-hour walk. Real manly stuff. And to make this walk even more difficult... I told myself, I'm not going to listen to social. I'm not going to get on social media. I'm not going to listen to music. I'm not going to do any of that. It's just me and my thoughts. So I get out there and I start walking. It's dark and I'm just plugging along. I charted a course that said, you know, the first two and a half miles would be just along this one well-lit stretch of road. I get about six or seven minutes from my house. And in that moment, I realized that this was going to be a problem. My knee was like... Forget me. My knee said, bro, you're done. And I was like, oh, no. It, it was like, it, it's just done. It started hurting. And mind you, I'm only two blocks away, two, maybe three blocks away from the house. And I'm like, my knee is already telling me I'm done. I'm like, can't be. I, I can't go back to the house right now. Like, you know, this walk just started. And so I tell myself, yeah, you know, no pain, no gain. And so I keep walking. About 30 minutes later, my stomach starts bubbling. This is a major problem. Major problem. Because I am walking on the street. It is 6 o'clock in the morning. There is nothing open with a bathroom. Unlike my first walk, where there was bathrooms everywhere. Clean ones, too. This walk, this real manly walk, didn't have none of the such things on it. So, I did what any self-respecting man would do. I went to the closest convenience store, that didn't have a restroom and bought a roll of tissue. And let's just say, before I got down and back from just the uh, initial part of that 12-hour walk, within the first hour and a half, because all the protein I ate, I, eat, I needed that tissue at least three or four different times. And mind you, because I chose to have no music, no nothing, oh, I'm just alone with my thoughts, and all my thoughts keep saying is, what the heck are you doing? Your knee hurt? Your stomach's bubbling? Go home, bro. Just go home. And, uh, I decided, you know what, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Maybe I should uh, go home. So I I thought about that for a moment, and then I thought, man, if I go home now, you know, I wouldn't even have made it as far as I did on the first walk. I can't go home now. So I decided to keep walking. And by this time, I'm telling myself, okay, I'm going to walk to the the library so I can use the bathroom. I just got to make it that far before I have to use the bathroom again because (laughs) this protein is kicking my butt. So I chart a course to the library. It was about an hour and a half away. Well, on my walk, I decided as I'm walking, you know what? I need some different shoes. So I call. I pull out my phone. And call the wife and say, hey, could you bring me some different shoes on my walk? And then we devise a meeting point and all of that stuff. Like, she was going to meet me at the library. I was going to change my shoes. And all of these things. Because I'm alone with my thoughts. So my thoughts were telling me, hey, you know what? I know you're ready to quit right now. But if you had some more. If you had some different shoes, a little bit more soles on them, it would help you So, where you wouldn't want to quit. So I'm like, yeah, this is a great idea. She meets me and gives me the shoes once I get to the library, which now means I'm at the three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour mark. I start walking in the shoes, realize they are heavier than God knows what. And I have to call her right back and tell her, you know, it turns out I I need my old shoes back. And so I switched my shoes back, went into the library and used the bathroom and left. And then she's like, wow, I can't believe you made it this far. And I'm like, I'm a real man. Of course I made it this far. I'm three hours in and only nine hours to go. This is a piece of cake. Knowing deep down inside my knee ready to fall off. Like completely fall off. But I don't let that stop me. No way. I don't let that stop me. I tell myself, just keep swimming. Or something to that effect. I walk to the Walmart get there and uh now I'm about four hours in and then there's a there's another library about seven hours i mean about uh three miles away so i said hey i'm gonna go walk to that other library and as i'm walking i'm still thinking and i'm just thinking about things and you know i'm walking And my knee is saying, man, you're going to pay for this later. It's almost to the point where, you know, I'm not at the point. I'm still at the point where I can pick up my leg and, you know, walk. I'm not walking at a fast pace. I'm just, I'm just barely moving. But I'm moving, you know, I'm moving. It was to the point where this has only happened to me this one time. There was a guy coming out of the gas station. And he was like, hey, bruh, you need a ride? And I looked at him. And and I was like, no, I'm good. He's like, I know he was thinking his head like, well, you don't look good, bruh. You look like you're about to just fall over. But I kept going. And then it hit me as I was walking. You know, I was in so much pain. And the one thing I thought about the most was I wish I could tell somebody right now what I'm doing. I felt like in that moment, I wanted somebody to say, look at me. I'm walking this 12 hours or look at me. I'm going through all this pain, but I'm still going. And it was it was interesting to me because When I got to the library, I used the bathroom, and then I was leaving. And on the way out, I stopped the security guard there that I knew and asked him to take a picture. Now, the only reason why I asked him to take a picture was because I wanted to tell somebody what was going on. That was the only reason why I asked that man to take a picture. There was no other reason for me to ask him to take a picture. But I wanted to tell somebody so bad. So when he took the picture, then I told him why I was on the walk, what I was doing. And for some reason, that felt satisfying but empty because he didn't care. And why would he? So I kept walking. I walked around, I was taking pictures of things, and I was just looking at different things that I had never saw before because I never opened my eyes. Always was on my anytime I walked through the area I was always on my phone. I was always doing this or always doing that, but now this time I didn't have my phone to distract me. I didn't have anything. I just had my thoughts. And I looked up and I saw this a chain, and it was chained from one side of a building to another side of a building. And I thought about how, you know, sometimes we're all chained to the future and to the past. You know, we're chained to the regret of what we did before, and then we're chained to the the, the future that we want to accomplish or want to see or want to be different. And the whole time, we're forgetting about the moment that we have right now. That moment. We forget about that piece. And that's what I did. I forgot about or I had been forgetting about that moment in life. And while I'm enjoying this moment, I realized that I should have left the area an hour ago. I mistimed it. And this turns out to be a big problem for me. Can you imagine telling yourself you're going to go on a 12-hour walk and then to realize that you should have left an hour earlier and now you are not going to be home In 12 hours, when I realized this, I was about 10 hours and 20 minutes in. So, it should have been, by that point, I only had an hour and 40 to go, which would have been fine. But the problem was, it was about 2 hours and 45 minutes from my house. So, I start walking. And I decide, okay, I'm gonna take the shortcut, which was the two hours and 45 minutes, because the way I originally came, I couldn't go back that way. The way I went back was a much more busier street, and so I start walking. And by this time, I am dragging my knee, my left knee. I'm dragging it. I am. Uh, I'm moving at such a slow pace; it's crazy. I stop at McDonald's to give me some French fries to kind of get my energy back going. And then I continue walking. And that knee is just like, bruh, I should punch you in the face right now. And I'm walking. And then I look down on my watch. And it is 11 hours And 20 minutes into the walk. No, I'm sorry. It was about 11 hours and uh, 30 minutes or 40 minutes or something like that. And I lose it. I start crying like a baby. I can't believe this. I'm almost at the 12-hour mark. And I'm still, I'm like an hour away from home. Like, this is so demoralizing. Like, I was, I mean, I was bawling real, real, real tears. Like it was I have never felt as defeated as I did in that moment. Like just thinking I came this far. I made it 12 hours and almost 12 hours and if I and I still have almost another hour to go. You know, I'm I'm just crying and crying and crying. And I I tell myself, I even took out my camera and recorded the video of me crying because it really happened. And I just needed proof that I have real tears. So I I recorded the video and I put my phone back away. And I'm just trying to find something in my mind, a place that I can go to in my mind to keep me, you know, motivated in this moment, but I'm really, I'm really struggling, and my wife calls me, and she goes, you know, she goes, are you almost home, I said, no, I still got about 45 minutes to go, well, she goes, well, I can pick you up at the 12-hour mark if you want, and I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, yeah, that kind of sounds good, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna keep walking, and I'm going to finish this. So, I keep walking. And I'm I'm hurting. I'm really really hurting at this point. And I'm past the 12-hour mark, and I'm trying to feel good about the fact that I met my original goal. And I was it, it, I was pushed to a limit that I have never been pushed to before in my life. I felt like I overcame some limitations on myself that i never knew existed but i just shattered them in that moment and i kept walking and i kept walking i was tired i was in pain but i kept walking and then i got about 15 minutes from my house i look up in the sky And there's a a rainbow. It was almost like God himself said, boy, well done. And when I saw that rainbow, it gave me a little extra pep in my step. I was in pain. I'm dragging that leg. I'm dragging that leg. But I had a little pep in my step now. Because I knew I was almost 15 minutes away from my house. And I had just done something that I never thought I could do. Mind you, I never thought I could do it because I never would have came up with something that dumb to do. That's part of it. But, uh, yeah, I kept walking. And then I pictured in my mind, you know, all the kids opening up the door, high-fiving me, telling me what a job well done. And then I was going to look them in the face. I'm a man, this is what I do. Hard stuff. So i keep walking. I got this picture in my head. I'm like, yeah, you know, I got this. And I eventually I make it home. And I open up that door. And my wife comes to kiss me. You made it, baby. I'm like, of course I did. And the kids are like, dang it. I lost the bet. I knew he would give up. I thought for sure he would have gave up. Like, wow. That that wasn't what I expected. But okay. And I walk in like, yeah, buddy, I made it. I made it. I walked almost thirteen hours. Forget the fact that I almost cried and I cried and I almost gave up. I did it. Forget the fact that I got this dumb idea from being mad had my wife forget that. I made it. There were some lessons in there for me. This walk I go in the house, I take a shower, eat dinner, and uh you know, I go to sleep, I sleep good that night. And I started thinking about the walk the next day. And these are the conclusions I came to. We often take action, as I stated before, in areas in ways that are probably pretty dumb instead of doing the easy thing the what would have actually moved what would have actually been required of me in that moment would which would have been to you know really get to the bottom of what the issue was with my wife, realize that whatever it was, it would have passed because like I said, I can't remember it in the first place. But there are those times when we go on these random unnecessary journeys that we do learn something about ourselves. And then when we allow ourselves to learn something about ourselves, it helps us in two ways. One, we become better. I went down this 12 hour walk, but it made me better. It helped me become a better man because it helped me to push past my limits. It helped me to recognize some things in myself that, you know, were no longer serving me. But what it also did, the second thing it, it did was to remind me. That I don't need to do unnecessarily, unnecessary things. Like, I don't need to go out of my way to do things that don't serve me in the moment. Just because I don't want to do the thing that's necessary in that moment. It's almost like that saying, uh, doing good. Just because you're doing good doesn't mean that's what you're supposed to do. We do things a lot of times when we're taking action, we'll take action in the wrong areas. But then because it looks good or people are liking it on social media or people think it's cool or whatever, it doesn't mean that's what we were supposed to do. The thing we were supposed to do is a thing that we know has been in our heart. That we we just keep ignoring because it's too simple. But sometimes the simple thing is what we should be doing instead of the hard thing. Now, I also learned that I will not wake up ever again and decide a 12-hour walk is the absolute way to solve my problem. I won't do it. I can promise you that. I will find another way. Yes, I learned some things. Yes, it made me better. But I'm not doing it again. I refuse. And what I want you to think about, and the reason why I told you guys this story, one, fellas, if you're you're letting your wife get you big mad, just understand she conquered you. And your job is to conquer self so that no one else conquers you. See, what she was able to shine a light on was the fact that I still needed to do work in my life in certain areas. And it brought those areas to my attention because I had time to think about them on my walk. But also, it helped me to realize that, you know, there's just some things in life I'd rather not do. And one of the most interesting pieces of this walk was was this point. When I walked the first time, I had a direction. I I knew that I it would be seven point five miles to the Walmart and seven point five miles back. That was fifteen miles in twelve hours. I only walked twenty five miles. Well, how is that possible? If I walked five hours, if it took me 15, I mean I walked, five, 15 miles in five hours, how could I only walk 25 miles in 12 hours? It's simple. When you have a lack of direction, it's going to take you longer to get somewhere. I had no direction. I just knew I had to keep moving. And so it took me, I covered less ground because the only thing I knew is I had to keep moving. See, if I had direction, if I knew where I was I was going to go, I probably could have saw, I probably could have, you know, got to, got to 30 miles. You know, because I would think at least 30 miles or 34 miles, I probably would have got that far if I had some directions that I was trying to get to. Sometimes in life when we don't have direction, we just tell ourselves to keep walking. And we eventually run into some on, you know, some 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 insights we weren't expecting. But when we have a direction, we tend to arrive where we want to be further. So what I'm telling you today, because this is the action only podcast take action and start walking but remember the clearer you can make your directions the sooner you will reach them all right well I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the action only podcast and again I'm your host Jalal Wilson And I thank you guys very much for tuning in and I will see you Wednesday for an inspirational five minute inspirational Wednesday. Until then, wish you nothing but the best.